Welcome to Medieval, and thanks for joining us. In the previous episode, we raced through three centuries of late Roman history and looked at several reasons why the Western Roman Empire fell. At the start of this episode, Odoacer, a barbarian soldier, becomes the first king of Italy and takes multiple steps to secure his new rule. But it's all for nothing, because in less than two decades he is attacked, tricked, and killed, and Theodoric the Great establishes the Ostrogothic Kingdom in Italy as the client of Eastern Emperor Zeno. This episode, Odoacer's Rule and Zeno. The Foderarti were in uproar, frustrated and upset with pay, rank, and conditions in the Roman army. When Odoacer, a promising leader, took power of several large armies, he was easily able to depose the Emperor Romulus Augustulus in 476 and became the first Germanic king of Italy. Emperor Zeno in the east was forced to accept his rule over the Italian peninsula, but Odoacer was no emperor. He thought of himself as a king, or rex in Latin. This alone posed a problem for Odoacer. The Romans had always held resentment towards kings, and eastern emperor Zeno quickly grew to hate Odoacer. The new barbarian king would have to secure his rule, and that required the support of the Roman Senate. To gain their admiration, he elevated senators and increased their influence. Odoacer had to fight the ideology of imperial rule, so he would have to encourage the people to become loyal followers of him. Immediately upon conquering the lands of Italy, he created a generous and kind distribution system which pleased the commoners and probably gained him quite a good reputation. Odoacer involved himself in the sharing out of land and the affairs of the Senate, but what he bothered little with was the Roman Catholic Church, which was beginning to become prosperous. However, he was an Arian Christian. He did not force his religion on his people. We will talk about the history of Christianity in an upcoming episode. But Zeno was gradually beginning to despise Odoacer more and more. Seeing him as a rival to his own territories and policies, Zeno began imagining plots against him. This relation between Odoacer in the west and Zeno in the east was becoming increasingly weaker, especially as Odoacer was now promoting himself more. In 477, he began issuing coins with his name and portrait on them. Although Zeno recognized Odoacer as Italy's king, he still rooted for the deposed Julius Nepos. Both Odoacer and Zeno formed alliances with the Vandals in North Africa. The king of Italy was able to persuade Genseric to cede the island of Sicily to him, but let them keep all the other islands. When Julius Nepos was murdered in 480 AD, Odoacer sprang from his heels and hunted the assassins down, entering Dalmatia, beyond the Danube, to realize their punishment. As a warrior, he was easily able to invade and conquer Dalmatia and the surrounding regions of the Danube. In Asia Minor, Illus, the master of the troops in the Eastern Empire, raised a revolt against Zeno and appealed to the king of Italy for help attacking Zeno's westernmost provinces. Zeno, watching from the sidelines at Constantinople, was concerned and angry by the growing friendship between the rebel Illus and King Odoacer. The Eastern Emperor regarded Odoacer's communications with Illus as hostile. 
It is said that Zeno countered this opposition by enticing the Rugians, an eastern barbarian tribe who had migrated southwest to the Danubian frontier to attack the Italian peninsula. Unfortunately for Zeno, the plot was foiled. Odoacer drove the Rugians far into their own territory and defeated them in the winter of late 487 and early 488. Zeno, hawk-eyed again, employed the general Theodoric the Great and his band of Ostrogoths to defeat the rebel Illus, who had been a thorn in his side for some time now. Illus was defeated, but managed to hold out a little longer before ultimately being decapitated in 488. Now that the rebellion was dealt with, Zeno turned his eyes towards the Kingdom of Italy and promised the henchmen of Theodoric and his people all the lands of Italy if they were able to depose Odoacer. And so, in 489, Theodoric led the Ostrogoths across the Alps into Italy, encountering Odoacer at Isonzo in late summer. It was a victory for Theodoric and the Eastern Emperor, but Odoacer was not finished quite yet. He immediately withdrew his forces to Verona in autumn, fortifying a camp and settling down his men. Unfortunately, Theodoric was right at his heels and hastily approaching the Germanic camp of King Odoacer. So, yet again, Odoacer was defeated within three days, choosing to take refuge in the former capital of the Western Roman Empire, Ravenna. Now behind the walls of a mighty stronghold, it would take more than a day's battle for Theodoric to break him. Leading his forces to Mediolanum, another former Roman capital, Theodoric found the majority of Odoacer's land army under the general Tufa, but he had no need of conflict this time. The Germanic warriors immediately surrendered at the sight of the approaching Ostrogothic army. By 490, Theodoric had conquered the majority of Italy and taken back the support of the Roman Senate. For two years, he besieged Odoacer and Ravenna until they came to an extraordinary compromise. Odoacer and Theodoric could be co-rulers. In 493, with the city of Ravenna starved and tired, Odoacer gratefully opened the gates, expecting to be appointed ruler alongside Theodoric. But the king of Italy was fatally foolish, and Theodoric was a disgusting liar. Several days after Theodoric the Great's entrance, the two new rulers met for a banquet. Odoacer was promptly assassinated. It was the final realization of Zeno's master plan, to annihilate the kingdom of Italy and the pesky Odoacer. Now, with Odoacer in a bloody heap, Theodoric established the Kingdom of the Ostrogoths. And that will be the start of our next episode. This episode is dedicated to Carissa Zaleski, a loyal backer on Patreon. If you'd like to keep the show running and ad-free, then consider becoming a member. Patreons have access to bonus episodes and articles, sneak peeks, shoutouts, and other rewards. I'm immensely grateful to everyone who helps out, but if you don't have the money right now, don't feel pressured to contribute. What do you think of the episode? Do you like Odoacer or Zeno? I'm looking for our approaching episodes on the Kingdom of the Franks and the settlement of Britain by the Angles, Saxons, and Jutes. For me, that's a more exciting topic than the current, and I think it'll be the same for you, so look forward to them. 
That's it for today, but I'll see you again for the next episode in our series. Thanks for listening.